Welcome to Influencer Marketing Talks, brought to you by Cure Media, the leading influencer marketing company for fashion brands. This is your weekly podcast to learn more about influencer marketing and social media in right around 15 minutes. My name is Sanna Odmark and I'm the head of marketing at Cure Media. In this week's episode, we have Matilda Lund from the Swedish lifestyle brand Stronger in the studio. We will talk about how Stronger works with social media and influence marketing to build a really strong brand community among their target audience. And also, I'm really curious about hearing how they have managed to build a top-of-mind awareness in a competitive marketplace. Hi Matilda and welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure to be here. It's a pleasure to have you here. Before we start, could you tell us more about you? What's Stronger all about and what's your role there? Of course. So my name is Matilda. I work as the head of influencer marketing at Stronger. And for you who doesn't know about Stronger, it's a brand that offers active wear for basically power women all around the world. And um, we are based in Sweden. We have our headquarters here in Stockholm. And um, my team is uh, 13 amazing women working with influencer marketing. And Stronger was founded in 2013 uh, from three guys, actually. So that is kind of cool uh, (laughs) that it's three amazing uh, guys. Henrik, Yuri and Joel started this brand and it was actually for women and men at the beginning. Right. But then they saw that the prints and the function of the products and maybe the tone, uh, tone of voice that we had w- was more for women. And uh, yeah, we just wanted to build a brand that makes women feel the best version of themselves, uh, feel powerful wearing our uh, products, basically. And um Today, I would say that Stronger is a brand that is both for active wear, but also you can wear it in your everyday life. Yeah, so, especially lately when we are wearing tights like every day, working from home. Exactly. So mm. I would say that we are getting more and more lifestyle brand perspective, but we are still like the core of us is still the active wear and making movement fun, making it inspire to all the women all around the world just being, as I said, the best version of themselves and feeling the inner and outer strength. That's mm. actually what the two lines are for. And you've done an amazing journey the last couple of years. It's so exciting to follow. Definitely. It's, and I've been working at Stronger for now one and a half year soon. And just this year, it's been super fun to see our uh, expansions and um, we're getting established around the world and even though Sweden is our uh, main market and our best market I would say that we are aiming for getting that global brand feeling and uh, hopefully soon we are there yeah 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 and I know that from the beginning that social media and influence marketing has been a really important part of your marketing mix. Uh, and you guys are really at the forefront when it comes to talking to the target group where they are on the social media platforms and building this strong online community. 
Um, so I think I'm really curious, and I think the listeners are as well. What role does influence marketing play in your marketing mix today? And that is a really good question because I feel like maybe it's hard to see from the outside sometimes what type of impact does influencer marketing has on on a brand. So for Stronger, it's actually one of the main marketing strategy for us and has been from the beginning as well. Um, the first employee that we had uh, started working with influencer marketing. Mm. So the guys uh, hired one uh, person to handle all this and the social media and the influencer marketing. And that is the start of this success, I would say, because the guys, the founders started to realize that this is not only a trend, it's something you can build a brand on. And uh, even if it's what it was at the beginning of this, um, when it started to grow as uh, social media and the influence marketing start, they saw the opportunity and they were not afraid to try it out. And uh, of course, I'm thankful for it because that is why uh, I can be at this amazing uh, company working with influencer marketing on a higher level, I would say. Uh, so mm. for Stronger, it's super important. Why do you think this has been so successful from the start and still today? I mean, influencer marketing basics is that it's kind of word of mouth, but it's from an inspirational person instead of just your friend. Mm. But, I mean, influencer marketing has so many levels as well. It can be, as you have talked in this podcast before, it can be micros, uh, smaller influencers. It can be medium uh, to uh, like star celebrities. So it's so much uh, area to work within, I feel. And, of course... When people talk about the brand and the brand is not talking about themselves, it's someone else talking about the brand, it's a better way to get a more authentic feel and understanding about the brand. Yeah, and that's what the studies say as well, that we trust um, yeah, what other people say much more than we trust what brands say. Exactly. So influencer marketing is a perfect way to get your story out. What's your value? What's your brand value? And also, of course, in, at at the end, also creating conversion and uh, transactions as well, sales and brand awareness, for example. Yeah. So if we look at the customer journey, for example, the See, Think, Do funnel, where do you at Stronger work with influence marketing the most? Is it in all parts or any specific parts? I would say that we work with it at all parts, actually, because even though we work with uh, Facebook advertising, for example, where it's most important to generate traffic, we actually work at the same size with influencer marketing. And we work with scaling up and having more and more influencers each, each day now. And um, so I would say that it's, first of all, it depends on the, uh, the influencers as well. Mm. Uh, if it's uh, the biggest one or the most uh, uh, biggest one on the market, of course, is mo mostly for um, maybe generating traffic at at the start, at least. Mm. But at the end, it's also conversion and uh, sales, I would say. Mm. Yeah, these big celebrity influencers, as you can say, they can serve as a 
great sparkle on your uh, like micro influencer strategy that you have always on as a foundation, as I know that you work with also. Exactly. And that is a key success to us, uh, is that working with both micros and the bigger influencers on our market, because if they um, synchronize and do the promotions and talk about their brand at the same time uh, during a month, for example, it gives uh, such a bigger impact to the traffic on the website and mm. the conversion rate and also, of course, um, brand awareness created uh, w- to new customers, of course. Yeah. We also have a lot of loyal customers as, as well uh, already in our customer base. So when we work with influencer market, marketing, um, pointing out to them or talking to them, it's actually a different way to for us to work. So if it's a existing collaboration, for example, of course, we see and hope that is more conversion uh, generating sales. But if it's a new collaboration, for example, we hope that uh, just getting the brand awareness that we want and uh, basically just uh, an eye opener for who, what, what is this brand and what do they offer? Yeah. Like a big shopping window. Exactly. Yeah. So you touched upon your brand building strategies a bit, but I am really curious about it. No, you have been really good at from the beginning building this strong online community um, on the social media platforms and this, yeah, as you say, loyal customer base. Can you tell us a bit more about the strategies you have for, for this? Of course. So the community is built by mixing loyal customers and excited and uh, engaged influencers, I would say. They go hand in hand, I think. Uh, so when it's uh, coming to the influencer part, we work really uh, hard to make them feel that they are a part of a family. And that is, I think, one key uh, thing to t- to think about when you go into influencer marketing today. They don't want to feel like a, just a marketplace today. They want to feel like they are a part of a brand instead yeah. of uh, just uh, advertising, for example. And when it comes to creating the community through uh, the whole circle from influencer to customer to getting the customer to be a loyal customer, uh, I feel it's just important to make sure that they talk with excitement about the brand uh, from when they see it on the influencer to when you talk with your friends and then when you buy it, what, who, what was the customer experience there? And then when you receive the products at home, was it the feel that you saw on the influencer uh, mm. when they talk about the product, for example, and yeah. the the way that they moved in it and the fabric and the colors and everything. The whole experience. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, it's getting harder and harder to differentiate out there. More and more brands are moving online and new um, similar brands are coming up all the time. So it's really important that you find these strategies to differentiate. And as you say, to not only be a marketplace or a product that you buy, but something that creates a meaning and an experience and a sense of belonging. Exactly like that. And 
if you want to work with influence marketing, if you don't do it today, or if you want to scale up or maybe uh, just start working more and more with it, the most important thing, and this is from my own, own experience and what I also feel watching influencer marketing today, is that you need to make them understand not only the products, but the brand value as well. So mm-hmm. if we have these two lines with inner and outer strength, how can they talk about their own inner and outer strength and then uh, place the product in a genuine way in the um, promotion or the marketing yeah, place? Definitely. Tell a story and not only sell a product. Yeah, that is key uh, to success, I feel. And you talked a bit about how you mix influencer content and also uh, content from your customers. And I know that's something you're really good at to leverage user-generated content. Can you tell us a bit more about how you do this as part of the marketing strategy? Of course, because this is the most fun part with working with influencer marketing. We have so good creators around the world that we work with. And one key strategy for Stronger is that we use this content instead of focusing all our resources on the campaign shoots or um, creating photo shoots uh, all around the world today because we as a brand really highlight the environment within the photo shoots. So it's maybe in the nature and that takes a lot of time to plan and also of course it's uh, a lot of costs involving that. So if the influencers that we choose to work with are the creators that we are searching for, they do this for us instead. So reposting this in our own social media. Uh, Also, we started working now more and more with uh, involving them in our advertising as well. So branded content. And uh, that has made a positive effect on not only having user-generated content on our own social channels, but also in the advertising for new customers. Because I feel that customers today also want to see the products on someone else, not a model. Exactly, someone real. Exactly. So it's getting more and more important. And the best thing with user-generated content today is that it it doesn't have to be perfect. No. Like social media is changing now. So you don't have to have the perfect feed or the perfect stories. It's more and more about the genuine feeling of this is your life. Definitely. It's, this is the true me. like, And that is something really important and highly recommended to use in also advertising and also, of course, in your own social channels. Because yeah. your feed should reflect on the way that social media are changing as well. Definitely. I agree so much that we're moving from this picture perfect to instead being real. And it's so much easier to relate as well to people who look like... Yeah, a normal person and not just, yeah, something perfect. Uh, and another, just a comment, I know uh, since user-generated content is a big part of your strategy, it's also great since the influencers, when they are the creators, they know so much more about their followers, like what they uh, want to see in their feeds compared to when we as marketers create content. I mean... 
We sometimes are in the target group, but it's easier for the influencers to really do that 100% uh, great from the start. Yeah, definitely. And to be able for the influencer to make their content genuine for their followers, they need to at least adapt something from their own life or their own uh, life situation or something like that. Because if we do send out a brief where it's specified exactly how you should do it and uh, maybe too much pointing out what's important, they will lose their creativity as well. Yeah, And that is something that is still highly important to have, uh, including in influencer marketing, because otherwise we remove the thing that they are good at. Definitely. Let them be the creators, but with a frame of reference, a framework. Yes, exactly. So a final note, we have got a lot of great insights and inspo, but from a brand's perspective, if you are to give some key takeaways for the listeners, what would you say is important to think about when working with influence marketing, both today and also in the future? Okay, if we start with today, uh, first of all, I want to say, give it a try. If you don't work with it today, it's a perfect way to work with your marketing. It should be, in my own opinion, a part of your marketing mix. Um, so I would say that just try it and get help if you need. There are so many uh, consultants uh, in Sweden all over the world helping in brands with this. And uh, just make sure to treat them as your other marketing investment. Uh, you make sure that you have a budget for it and make sure that you have a ground strategy for it because it takes time uh, and it takes a lot of effort. And because influencer marketing is also a relationship. Uh, it's not only you paying Facebook to put this advertisement out there. Yeah. It's creating a relationship with the influencer making them feel sure about that they are choosing the brand and they that they are doing the right thing as well for them. So it takes a lot of effort when it comes to resources, definitely. But make sure that you have it in your marketing strategy and just try it out. Um, take time and the resources for it because you will probably get uh, the return of investment of it. Great tip. And uh, what about the future? If you are to to forecast something, I would say that influencer marketing in the future. First of all, you need to be more transparent with the influencers as well. You need to be genuine when it comes to this is what we would like to see, and this is what we want to do with you, and also, of course. Being creative together is super important. I feel that some influencers are almost getting tired of this because they don't feel like they can be creative enough. And this is their channel, so let them. Uh, yeah. So that is the first thing I would say. Like, Take advice from the influencers as well. Be a two-part in this. That's great advice. Thank you so much, Matilda, for guesting the podcast. So inspiring to hear how you and the team at Stronger have built such a strong brand in the digital world through influencer marketing. Where can the listeners find you? 
on me, they can find at LinkedIn, for example. Just search for Matilda Lund and you will find me there. And uh, if you want to find Stronger, uh, I would say that start with our Instagram because uh, that is our biggest platform today. And from there, you can just travel through the customer experience. Sounds great. Thank you so much. Thank you.